0: What's up? My name's L, and today I'm going to teach you how to fit your entire summer fashion wardrobe into the size of a capsule. Then we're going to get to the bottom of some terms and definitions like high street, modern, contemporary, and third, I'll tell you what is trending for men and where not to get male fashion advice. That's today on the GenSpec Fashion Cast. Fashion Cast. Fashion. Hello and welcome to july that means pride month is over and that means that the ten dollar sale i was having on my website is now over so maybe i'll have to think of a new one just for july just for the season some sort of summer special um and uh i was using this technique that a lot of marketers use where they use different coupon codes to know exactly where they're getting their traffic from so one of them was like ten dollars off uh one of them was free shipping and then one of them was ten percent only ten percent so um yeah that's all over with pride month unfortunately such a fun month too uh multiple days where we had triple digit temperatures where i am Um, And so I have to change the strategy to uh, recording at times that are uh, probably uncommon to record, but the sun isn't out right now. So um, that means I can devote 100% of my uh, attention to what we're going to talk about and not how hot I am or the fact that I feel like I'm being cooked like a lobster. Alright, so if you're like me or if you are much more seasoned, no matter where you are approaching the the topic, the world of fashion, again, everyone, this is like a rejoinder uh, for this podcast but you know any it's impossible to not make a fashion decision so like it or not um what's a good analog for that i guess just like being born like it or not you were born like here you are (laughs) and also uh you have to um eat (laughs) you can't not eat i guess you could but that won't last very long or drink water so same thing, you can't uh, not uh, make a fashion decision. but the good thing is is that uh, just like eating, it uh is enjoyable, fashion is also enjoyable and fun and interesting and multifaceted. Um, so, provided you have people like me to sherpa you through. But um, there are all different, of course, types of levels of expertise. Maybe uh, you are someone who has been into fashion for a while, or maybe even someone that knows how to design or has conceptualized design. Maybe you've put together a mood board that actually makes sense because anyone can throw together a mood board, but... For to actually communicate something, um, I think is actually a pretty sweet talent in and of itself. Um, Or the kind of opposite end of the spectrum, uh, which is I would say most people that I generally spend time around that are men, (laughs) you know, so at my work or my immediate group of friends, um, even one of my friends that i know just sh- mostly because of we sh- we share the same interest of marketing and also he lives in new york uh which is where i'll be going um in about a month from today about 32 days but that is another story so let's say cuz you know i uh i like to uh bring up the the fact that when i was younger i actually had a sort of affinity for fashion even though i didn't really i hadn't really fleshed it out i hadn't really even um made any sort of concrete moves towards it and hey you know story of my life i mean story of a lot of people through their mid 20s it's like sometimes you see people that they're like you know what I really like? I really like pouring concrete and uh, putting linoleum flooring and they like know that from age 18. And then they like, just do that. And they're like, I am the best linoleum layer in the entire region. And everyone knows them. And then they like, are so good at what they do that they're like, hi, I'm Mr. Linoleum on Instagram. Uh, <laughs> and uh, to me now, maybe I'm just getting old and crabby. I just, I just want to walk around the city and like, um, make websites, you know, design websites. Um, sometimes uh, I find that a little bit, Turn ish, but here's one thing if you are into any sort of marketing or want any sort of success marketing anything or if you're a business owner and those tend to go hand in hand is that just because you are turned off by something or don't like something um, you got to go where the eyeballs are so and it's clear very clear that um, that's where the eyeballs are and that's where the attention is So sometimes even, you know, I got my degree in English. I really like to read, and I, as a consequence, also like to write. Um, And I can write. I have a pretty high writing um, capacity from what I've learned of myself. Um, I can just write quite a bit. Um, And, um, the like, one of the things that I've noticed is that, and I've read... In the book that I mentioned last time, um, it's called iGen, that it's like a staggering amount of Gen Z just does not read books. And if they read, it's very small chunks of things online. And then as a marketer, as a graphic designer, uh, a website designer, you also have to know that people, um, you know, because at the end of the day, a lot of it comes back to psychology, which is I'm pretty sure. Something we've either have mentioned on my Substack or um, on this program, but it's all getting lost in the haze of the website. That website is—it's going to be the death of me, but it also might be my uh, my Phoenix moment. So they're either, either going to be Phoenix or Icarus. So pick your uh, mytholo- mythological story. Um, so um, it comes back to psychology. And, um, when people are on websites, they, they don't read, they scan, um, and there are certain keywords, uh, I don't really like to play around too much with like, oh, okay, I'm going to like use these trigger words, um, because I've been in sales for like probably a decade at this point and, um, you really don't need them. I mean, maybe if you're just starting out, you know, you can be like, there's like the classic, like get them on the yes train. Which was one of the first things I heard when I got into like actual, like, if you don't sell, you're going to get fired type job. Uh, where selling wasn't just like a byproduct of your entire duty. It was like your job is to sell. One of the tricks uh, or techniques, I guess people would call it, is like you get people on the start to start saying yes. So it's like, you know, when you're about to ask for the clothes, because that's, that's what makes a call a sales call. Is you're building your you're pitching them right you' you're giving them your pitch you know you, first off they have to be a qualified buyer if you're a good salesperson otherwise you're just like spinning your wheels so let's say you got a, a good qualified buyer on they're at like a good level of interest there's the whole ADA funnel um, concept which is um, probably too scholastic for our purposes here but let's say that they're engaged in what you have to what you're selling they want it they they're right there on that verge there's also a uh, theory of you know that there's like a a spectrum that goes from no to yes so then in between the no and the yes is the maybes there, well there's the maybe no's the maybe maybes and the maybe yeses and so that's your kind of bread and butter. There's people that you can have the perfect pitch and they're still going to say no. And there's people where you can just be like, hello. And they're like, dude, uh, just take my credit card information because I really need to get this done. (laughs) And I really need to get like if you're an insurance agent, they're like, dude, I really need to just get this done today because I told my wife and if I don't, she's going to like take the kids. So can you take my card information? So Even if you're just like, duh, I don't know what I'm doing, you know, it's pretty, it's like you have some people that are just going to be like, okay, well then transfer me to someone and I'm going to buy what I want to buy. But, you know, you have your whole middle spectrum of your maybes. And um, again, there's techniques like, you know, you get them on the yes train where right when you're going for your clothes, you know, you start getting them getting them to say yes, like almost like you're hypnotizing them. And again, I've just never really sold that way. I just like, um, have a genuine conversation with them. Um, so in other words, let's say I'm hanging out with like a friend of mine. Um, I don't necessarily, I'm not necessarily going to bust out like a technique on a friend of mine, you know, like, Oh, Hey, I don't really want to watch this movie. Um so I'm going to use some technique to like convince my friend to not see that movie cuz I don't want to see it. I'm just going to be like, "Hey, th- I don't want to watch that. <laughs> I don't want to watch Barbie movie." All right, maybe a part of me does, but most I would say like 98% of me doesn't. Um I even got a cuz you know I do uh marketing for a, a magazine, uh social media marketing for a magazine uh that's really popular. Where I live and it has been since the 80s, but who's counting? And uh, they sent a email directive that from the top, I will say, my boss's boss, it was forwarded to me. And I only saw that the headline was something about Barbie. I was like, oh my God, this whole month, it's going to be nothing but Margot Robbie, the dude from A Place Behind the Trees whose name has escaped me all day because I was talking about Barbie earlier <laughs> of course um with a co-worker a male co-worker and uh we agreed that Margot Robbie is um a beautiful woman but um she can't take the place that Kristen Ritter has in my heart so I'm sorry Margot Robbie you're very beautiful but uh Kristen Ritter has my heart so sorry about that um so, anyway, dude from... Uh, he's also in Drive. What's his name? You, you know who it is. Uh, Jason Statham. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Ryan Gosling just came to me. So... um, We don't want to make the entire July about Barbie. Oh, who are we kidding? Yes, we do. So... Um, if you're getting someone again, just bringing it on back, bringing it on back, uh, to get someone on the yes train is like, well, you know, you, you've been struggling with this problem for a, a while. Right. And they're like, well, yeah. And then you've er, earlier in the call have gotten like a pain point is what they call it. I don't really see it as that either. I'm so, I'm so subversive. Like I'm so like anti-establishment sales apparently, but I see it as a like motivation. Like it's like, okay, why, why are you even seeking this? Which also ties into the ADA funnel. If you want to, you know, cliff notes that search it up on Lycos later. Um, and then you're like, well, you know, you, you told me that if we could, if you bought this a uh, copy machine that you would be able to increase your offices, um, productivity, right? Well, Yeah. And uh, I know you said at the beginning, you know, you're trying to expand into that new office, right? Uh, you know, that's going to, um, that that's still something that's on your radar, right? You know, oh, okay, well, do you want to buy the copy machine? And, <laughs> you know, it's like um, neuro-linguistic programming or something. Um, to me, I just usually, um, I just, man, I just freestyle it. Um, and if you t- if you take enough calls, I mean, I've been at one the sales job that I'm at for over four years. So that's think about five days a week for give or take like seven hours, eight hours talking of calls. You know, you, um, I mean, that's thousands of people, if not tens of thousands of people. And so it's, there really are. So one interesting thing is that patterns emerge um, which also happens if you go out and do like uh, proactive social stuff, which I've also done. Um, if you want to talk about that sometime, just call me, message me, text me if you have my number or uh, message me at uh, Store, and uh, I'll, t- I'll tell you all about it. i uh, got some amazing stories. Uh, Mostly what not to do, which mostly is just like don't get hyper drunk and um, <laughs> try to cold approach groups of people, especially women, and try to get them to come home with you. But sometimes it works if you know how to do it. Or I guess I would say if you do it enough and realize uh, and get calibrated. That's really what it is. So go out there and get calibrated, fellas. Um, and fashion... Um, has it has a bearing on that for sure, but not in the way that most men think, which ties into something else that we'll talk about. Um, part of it is like the Reddit community that I just happened to see in a Google search. Um, oh boy, yeah, wow, I wouldn't, uh, if you're if that's where you're getting your fashion advice, you know. Uh, all, all hope is not lost for you. Um, but, um, we gotta, we gotta get you recalibrated, buddy. I'm talking to you. All right. So let's say you're fresh, you're real fresh faced with it. You haven't been, you know, you are one of these people that, um, for example, in my workplace we have hired on a few more tech people right because I'm in sales, sales department and there's a tech tech team. It's basically a technology company. So, um none of the tech guys um really dress very flashy at all. Um and it is granted it's a it it follows in the footsteps of a man that I truly cherish um steve jobs who if you don't know invented dress down culture in silicon valley in like what the late 80s early 90s because all the tech people and that actually is partially what they did with that commercial which you might have seen has that one actor who's in live free or die hard don't know his name won't be able to guess it uh, but he plays the Mac, and then they get this old crusty dude uh, in a suit, who's the PC, and the Mac guy's like all cool, and he's like, "Oh hey, what's up, PC?" And the PC's like, "Hey, what's uh, going on, Mac?" Um, "Not too much, just uh looking to go get some breakfast." And the guy's like, oh, "Okay, cool, enjoy that breakfast." Um, part of what he did was he was like, "I'm not coming to work in a business suit." He's like, and he was kind of a hippie. Um, too, and kind of an eccentric guy, but also a genius, if you ask me, uh, he was like, I'm going to wear my uh, turtleneck and my jeans for whatever reason, that was like his vibe, and so he was like, this is what I'm going to wear, and uh, he delivered so hard on his product, and uh, that was just his, his quote-unquote brand, brand in the sense of that was his personal brand, that he presented to the world and that he believed in and that he identified with. And, um, I personally believe too, that if you're really congruent to your own brand, then people are just like, well, that's their brand. Um, like Dave Chappelle, for example, you know, he says some pretty out there stuff. And, um, a lot of other people, if they would have said that they would have been like, Oh, um, I didn't really mean that guys. Like I, um, will you forgive me? Like take me back. Um, but he's said some pretty, um, stuff that's offended some people and he's still on tour. He's actually coming to the city I live in and, uh, the floor seats are near a thousand dollars and he's at the, um, biggest stadium that we have here. Um, so he didn't get canceled. Um, uh, for all intents and purposes, he's still telling jokes, even if they might be, um, offensive to some people you'd have to pay nearly a thousand dollars to go get front row seats to get offended so um i can uh i can do that for you for free just again give me a video call <laughs> i'll do like some offensive gestures or inappropriate jokes mostly joking at, at inappropriate times is uh the easiest way that i know how to uh offend someone all right so if you want to not be offensive um, in a room full of people who know what they're talking about fashion wise then you gotta know the basics Um, and also getting to the nitty-gritty i also think that it helps anyone kind of get refocused Uh, when it comes to definition. So here's a, uh, you know, if you're dozing off a bit, like, uh, you know, pay attention. Um, Snap out of it, you know, get some cold water. Um, This is important. It's really important. Um, Sometimes when we're going through the motions as well, I think sometimes you see words that you're like, oh, yeah, I know what that is. Um, Trying to think of an example. I mean, even, even like, I guess, yeah, even fashion, you're like, we'll see stuff that's like, I remember at first when I was first getting into, um, researching fashion because I was, um, started, you know, was starting the brand and, um, I would hear off the rack things like off the rack. And I was like, yeah, okay. That means they got it off the rack. Um, not knowing exactly what that meant. So Um, sometimes I think people, yeah, just kind of forget or maybe not forget, but it would benefit them to have a refocusing of definitions because definitions are your foundation, really. Especially with fashion. There's so many things that if you're just like, I'm going to just come out and say, if you're like one of the. tech guys for example some just a dude you know that was where I was going with that is that they wear like the jeans and the t-shirt and you know that's about it and uh, I won't fault them for that but if I went up and I was like hey you know why'd you pick those pants and why'd you pick that shirt they're like they would probably be like you know been around dudes my whole life I've been one my whole life You know, they'd be like, well, (laughs) they wouldn't, you know. Like, oh, why why did you pick that particular, like, inseam? Or that, um, I noticed that you paired, you know, low-top sneakers with a pair of uh, straight-leg jeans. Like, was that because you're going for a specific profile? They're going to be like, what are you talking about? And most of them buy, you know, it really is as easy for for guys to um, just buy shoes from a brand. This is the ar- archetypal, man, I'm going to give you a peer, uh, secret look behind the curtain. It's shoes from a brand that they know and buy into. Maybe it's like Nike or Adidas or maybe it's something like New Balance always the brand on the shoes one that they buy in too um and then it is a pair of jeans um or shorts but most of most again just this specific group of people and then it is it's the jeans that you have in your, in your house that don't smell the worst um it's a belt that holds your pants up and no one's going to see it because and so it doesn't matter what color it is because your shirt's going to cover it and then it's a graphic tee it's a graphic t-shirt or a shirt with like a little tiny little logo on it like a Nike swoosh or an Adidas whatever tripart mountain thing uh graphic design thing that like displays a uh message that so doesn't really rock the boat too much and uh is going to be perceived as acceptable and maybe portray something that you're interested in and that's that's pretty much it um, as far as like the aesthetic nature of the design on the t-shirt maybe something that that goes into it and we're talking about the guys that are about in their 20s to 30s because the median age at the place I work is probably like around the early 30s um, there's a man who is my parents age he was born one year after them and he actually has the swag um in the sense that he like you can tell he wears like patterned button-up shirts um and some of them are pretty outlandish and um just kind of makes you wonder like you know he's the type of guy that goes wherever he gets his clothes maybe he goes to the store um maybe he orders them most likely he's going to the store and he has a wife and four kids. So maybe he's going shopping with his wife. But he's the type of man that like, sees the patterned shirt with the pretty loud pattern. Says, I like that. I'm going to try it on. Tries it on. Pays money for it. Wears it in public. And it's his shirt. Not everyone will do that. A lot of guys, maybe it's because... And, and it's, it's going to be one of these. Again, speaking from experience. This is what I do. Do this every week. <laughs> Think about this every day. And uh, also engage in it. Um, it is that they are trying to... F- I don't want to say fit in because has, that has negative connotations. It's more just like go along to get along. Like not rock the boat. Or it is to it's it's because it's something that they consider like comfortable um or affordable like the least expensive thing um that's passable um is a big thing and again the brand on the shoes i don't know why but it's always the brand on the shoes even if they're like, oh, I'm going to go get shoes from Walmart or Target. It's like, I don't know why. <laughs> that's that's what it is. Um, and so it's always like, you know, a lot, of, a lot of the times people will be like, oh, well, I just want some jeans that fit me. Um, you know, they're like, oh, I don't like shirts that are like too short. Obviously, if the guy is not very tall, um, you know, he doesn't want a shirt that's going to fit him like a dress, you know. Um, very, very basic things, things that I think a lot of times maybe it's more so that they don't want to look bad rather than making conscious style decisions based on things like profile or color blocks like silhouette, because I use the word profile quite a bit. Um, it's, it's just always what I've thought of when we're talking about silhouette. But technically speaking, silhouette, color blocks, patterns, um And then since I do more of the graphic design, it's like, well, what kind of messaging is it? Because sometimes it'll be just kind of a one note thing, right? Where it'll be like, I like this band. Like there's someone at my work that wears above and beyond, which is a, I think it's a house group. I don't really know. Some DJ. So it's like above and beyond tour, um, which that actually, to be fair, That actually has some deeper messaging. It's like, oh, did you go to that tour? And then you got this, like, souvenir shirt. Um, But maybe they'll go to a place like Target. And this this happens where I work. And they'll get a shirt that says, you know, some random licensed thing. Like, um, there's someone at my work that will wear... um, shirts that are licensed to extremely random stuff like sprite <laughs> is a shirt mountain dew i've seen scooby-doo mountain dew and scooby-doo um dragon ball z so um again very one note thing so let's say let's take the dragon ball z thing which uh i still see now and then but like definitely 2017 to like as of relatively recently maybe now it's more like obscure anime even take that as an example but let's say Dragon Ball Z you're wearing a Dragon Ball Z shirt it's your messaging is I like Dragon Ball Z and that's it hey I like Dragon Ball Z and I bought a shirt that says that has Dragon Ball Z these I like these characters and uh I like Dragon Ball Z Dragon Ball Z is on my t-shirt. You know. <sighs> Dragon Ball Z is uh it's accepted, but it's not welcomed on the Gen Spec fashion cast. It's not welcomed. It it is if you're a thirteen year old in the year two thousand and Two ish or 2003 then that was okay because I rocked the heck out of like Trunks t-shirts Trunks the character anyway that was a long time ago stop wearing the, the Dragon Ball t shirts okay stop wearing them just stop it okay so let's get down to brass tacks so perk those ears up Um, flick yourself in the ear like really or um, if your neighbor (laughs) if your neighbor next to you is falling asleep snap in front of their face Um, see I I told you I can be rude easily it's like a a skill that I have I can be very rude and uncouth alright so let's talk about capsule like Dragon Ball Z capsule core so capsule wardrobe what is this what is that capsule does that mean put the clothing in a capsule no it doesn't and so I'm going to brush you up on your definitions maybe this is the first time you are hearing about what a capsule is wardrobe is or maybe you're like me where you're like yeah know what that is sure do and um or maybe you're like oh I know everything that you're about to say there's levels to this stuff as my boss and other like hip-hop artists say there's levels to this so no matter where we're going to a source This is an article. This is not from the magazine. This is on their website from Harper's Bazaar. Um, It says, it's by Jessica Davis, is the author. And it was updated 26 April 2023. This is how to build the ultimate capsule wardrobe. I'm going to just read here a bit. When a new season rolls around, we often have the desire to simplify our lives and get things in order This may include sorting through an overflowing wardrobe. Perhaps you're in the process of swapping over your winter clothes to spring and summer, and you've realized you have more items than you really need. You made too many impulse buys you've forgotten about, or maybe it's just time to sort through some pieces that have been hanging in your wardrobe unworn for far too long. This is really well written. I like this writer already. If getting dressed feels more chaotic than you would like it to be right now, It might be a good time for a wardrobe reset. And that's linked to another article. But uh, too bad my internet's off. Can't see what Jessica has to say. Or maybe she's like linking to her friend who like isn't getting a lot of clicks. So she's like, don't worry, I'll link you. Uh, Wardrobe reset your article. Um, Who knows? Try adopting a more mindful approach. Ooh, Eastern. To dressing by building your own capsule collection, capsule collection, capsule collection see, I could have put the echo right there, but um no effects mid uh mid cast unless it's like quick fashion question, which I probably could have used, but that's okay so she goes on to talk about uh sustainability, which is fair, everyone wants to uh, to be sustainable we want to be around it's funny because a lot of people in my generation are like well we want it to be sustainable and we want the earth to be around it's like okay well uh, how's that next generation coming huh uh well you know you're making the world a better place for other people's kids or you have kids and what i don't have kids so i'm in that boat as well so we're sustaining the world for Other Unless we have kids. We're simultaneously not having kids, but also uh, preparing a better future for uh, OPC, other people's children, which is uh, obviously nothing wrong with that. So what is a capsule wardrobe? Jessica from Harper's is here, and me as well, because I want to, believe me, I scoured for this. I... Well, mostly what it was was I flipped through a bunch of articles where it was talking about how to build a capsule for the summer. And um, I was like, you know what? We need a refresher. We we need it. I need it. You know, it's a um, symbiotic. It's very symbiotic. Um, it's almost therapeutic. It's almost cathartic. Maybe not that far. But it's definitely symbiotic. You know, the, just like Jessica We want to tap into some Eastern stuff. You know, the teacher and the... I always mess it up. (laughs) Always mess that one up. The teacher and the taught create the teaching. Who knows? Who cares? What is a capsule wardrobe? It's in a different font and it's in a um, heading. um, Slightly larger heading. Like a heading 2 or heading 3 when a wardrobe is considered or this is key key might even cut this out cuz now i can do that on RSS.com. when a wardrobe is considered capsule it tends to mean see even there that implies that there's not an agreed upon but i'll i'll give you the definition a streamlined edit of items that all work together pieces that complement one another or excuse me, it doesn't say that it says pieces that complement one other. It's an interesting way of phrasing that. This helps to ensure that nothing goes unused or unworn. Okay, that's key. Traditionally, a capsule wardrobe sticks to mutual hues so that everything coordinates. It's made up of around 10 and 20 pieces, such as staple jeans, a t shirt that goes with everything, a classic trench coat. Blazer, dresses that can be styled up or down, and comfortable knitwear. With that said, a capsule wardrobe can actually look different to everyone. Ultimately, it's about the pieces that work for your lifestyle. Interesting. Very interesting. Let's continue. She quotes someone, um, but I don't want to mix too many uh, too many cooks into the kitchen. Uh leads to a bad stew of pot or wait pot of pot of stew um instead of trying to create a wardrobe of what we think is a capsule classic i actually completely agree with that because it's like then the next thing you might do is be like well now i need to create my capsule we should build around those pieces that we already wear to death i completely agree we don't all have the same job lifestyle or live in the same climate so a capsule wardrobe should actually be a considered edit of pieces that you're able to rely on all the time and that work together for you it won't look the same for everyone hit it on the nose Jess can't see her last time anymore um, ms. Jessica so that's a really interesting take so as you can see 10 uh, she said 10 and uh, 10 and 20 pieces but I think she meant to say 10 to 20 pieces And um, she said traditionally it um, relied upon hues. Now, I don't think, again, necessarily that. And I know a lot of fellas, especially like the ones that I work with, real life examples and and my friends as well. They're not going to be like, well, which hues are going to be now. When I was in my early 20s, I wore a lot of black. So maybe to that extent. But I guarantee you um, there may be some people uh, not not to. You know, pigeonhole people, um, but um, just t- talking about the average man, for example, generally not going to be like. Well, which hues do I want in my capsule collection? Um, although I do know a few people that will wear certain colors because it looks good against their skin or it brings out their eyes. I kid you not. Um, I know at least one um, YouTuber off the top of my head that has like these really pale blue eyes and uh wears clothes that um tends to wear cl- wear clothes that bring those out even though he doesn't come out and say it often i can i can just tell you know you get you get a third cent uh six cents rather uh for these types of things when you're the uh lead design and founder and editor i need to get a life Um, so that, um, is a capsule and that's really important. So, because the reason why I say that is because a lot of people are, well, first off, it's, it's more affordable. There's an article that is on another major, well, this one's from Vogue. This is just on their Vogue website and, um, it's talking about, uh, Pieces that are under three hundred dollars. So a lot of times you're going to have a capsule collection, mostly just because it is like that. Like the the article from Ms. Jessica said, convenient and something that you can work into your lifestyle. For a lot of men, that's just very like plain Jane. Then they'll have like their going out shirt. They'll have their like risky clothes, like their risky shirt. Like they maybe have like a patterned shirt, and they're like, oh, like I'll, I wear like to parties, um just days where they're feeling like daring, you know, I'm telling you this this happens go go talk to some men and you'll go ask them um maybe they won't tell you so go go look into their closets and stuff um so let's go ahead and move on um The main thing is that now that it's July, um they call it resort, you know. But if you're not going to the beach, there's also this really sweet article I found that's talking specifically about being a, what they call, a city slicker. What'd you call me? Alright, so it's all coming together. We weave together different threads, fashion, design, All right, here we go. Now, uh, remember, all products featured on Vogue are independently selected by their editors. However, they may earn affiliate revenue on this article or commissions when you buy something. All right. Very important. So this is by Laura Jackson, June 30th. That was yesterday. Looking for a dress for summer even if you're not beach bound? See, yep, yep. I personally, I'd rather be in the city. I'd rather be in the city. I will be in the city. August 1st, New York City. I don't go to the beach. I'm a city slicker. What'd you call me? Enter the city slicker. This is reading. City slickers guide to warm weather dressing courtesy of light as air linen linen sets. Delightful day dresses, fellas, without a tropical print in sight. Sleek sandal styles, and more. Okay, this is another thing right here. Talking about trends. In an era, this is just based off one writer with Vogue, but I've actually seen this in a few places. And that means that it's true. When you see it in at least two or three websites, that means it's confirmed true. In an era defined by quiet luxury, minimalism, and capsule wardrobe dressing, you see what we're doing here, folks? It's all woven together. It's almost like it's well-designed. Designer. That's me. I tell myself as I... Um, can't fall asleep at night and... Um, pray for my uh, inevitable demise. So... Um, all right, here we go. Crafting chic city outfits for summer should come effortless, effortlessly easy for your closet, especially when polished staples like Wardrobe NYC's tailored suit vest, the Rose oversized overshirt, and timeless tank tops are in your back pocket. Um, one thing I've noticed is that both of these articles have mentioned like coats, and then the other one mentioned knits uh if you're in very hot climate that's not something that's part of your summer wardrobe summer capsule Um, and then sandals that is uh for at least a a man sandals are definitely a they're either a sandalman or a non-sandalman personally i don't wear sandals the i just um never have Uh, Flip-flops are not very comfortable to me, and um, if I wear, like I have a pair of Yeezy slides, and uh, they're really, really comfortable, Um, but I only wear them with socks, because otherwise they get dirty if you catch my drift, they become unpleasant. Um, uh, Scent-wise, they become unpleasant, Um, and so I just wear socks with them, so alright now this particular article goes uh, into primarily women's fashion the Adidas Samba sneakers right here that's confirmed confirmed Samba sneakers are in for women I don't know about men I'll have to research a cropable vest is apparently I think that's the second mention I've heard of a, uh, a vest. And then, of course, tank top jeans. That's easy. Everyone knows that. Okay. Now, before we uh, hit our PS de resistance. No, actually, that, that uh, transitions pretty nicely. Okay, here's another term. Let's go. Are you ready? See, we're trying to keep you on your toes here. So, that's why we bring you back. So, oh, you ready? Remember we were talking about the terms? You got Capsule. Here we go. Vogue right here. Laura Jackson, June 7th. Craft the chicest summer capsule wardrobe all for under $3. You see how we tied all three of those together? Okay, here's another term. Thanks to those high street heroes we know and love like Mango, Coase, and Everlane. Um, This is something I notice a lot of fashion writers uh, do, which is they speak in the collective. They're like... You know, we're we all got tired of the novelty bags from 2023 and we we loved the heck out of normcore in the 90s and I'm like Hit, uh excuse, excuse me They're like and we're so over Y2K. I'm like Y2K is hitting its stride. <laughs> you peasant. Don't speak for me. You don't know me and you don't own me. Um Just kidding, but um, they do this quite a bit. Uh, Even contemporary brands think stout Reformation, and Ghani offer up fashionable, fabulous. Can't read fabulous fashion finds for under three hundred dollars, and it's funny because when I saw this article, I thought it meant the whole look, like the whole like get a capsule look for under three hundred dollars, which is actually a pretty sweet, and also ties in again to something we're gonna cap off with no pun intended uh but the under 300 is per so who knows how much out of pocket you'd be coming out um let's see here i love this with temperatures on the rise relying on a strong and affordable in uh parentheses and there's a exclamation point that's how i they they've been looking they've been looking at my stuff and they're jocking my style that's okay though. Foundation of style staples is one fail-proof way to tackle the season seamlessly, seamlessly sartorially speaking. Of course, yeah, man. Laura Jackson, she knows how to. She's witty, and wry. I adore her. You ready? This this summer, our affordable capsule. Will Wardrobe begins and ends with the basics. Alright, that's two times, two different articles that you know it's true. Plus, if you heard it on GenSpec, then you know it's true. And what's more ba- uh, basic than a delightful and basics and italics? A pair of denim or a breezy button-up. When it comes to sleek jeans, nothing achieves understated elegance quite like a white jean. That's daring, because if you sit down on something and there's even a crumb of, of dust... Um, that butt's going up in dust. It's it's going up. So that's brave, very brave. All right. Now talks about a uh, a swimsuit. Meh. you know, I prefer the city slickers approach. What'd you call me? All right. So now you know what we were talking about. Uh, high high street. Real quick, touch on that. What does High Street mean? Donnie, what does High Street mean? See, you don't know. Donnie doesn't know. He doesn't exist. I just made him up. High Street means something that you can buy. Essentially, it's, it's almost synonymous with off the rack, if you can believe that. It means something that you can buy in a like a brick and mortar store. So there you go. That's what high street. So a high street hero. I mean, technically. Now, when I looked into this, because I did I did research it, it was technically referring to places that are like high fashion already. So maybe like if you're in New York, if you're in Paris, London, one of these fashion capitals of the world, Milan, that would be like a street where you'd find high high street fashion but um, I think that it can be used interchangeably, um, and it certainly is in this other place that I saw, which was very um, disheartening to say the least. And that place was a Reddit headline. Now, real quick before... Well, you know what? Let's hit the bad first. Let's hit the bad first, and then we'll go to the good. Because we'll give you the... I wouldn't say bad maybe, but we'll give you the, yeah, it's bad. And then we'll put that at the bottom so you don't even have to get down there with your spoon like it's a sundae. And then we're going to with the whipped cream on top so you can have all the good and then you'll be done with the bad. It'll be down there at the bottom. Okay, here's two things. This is for my fellas, but anyone can learn from this. So... I googled what is a capsule wardrobe and there's a website that us you know marketers know I forget it off the top of my head but I do have quick access to it where you can see um what people are googling and then you can use that for SEO but hey that's just between you and me I know the guy's name but I won't say it just send me a message um and um So obviously what they did, who knows if they used that particular resource, but they knew people were going to be searching for what is a capsule wardrobe, okay? And the first thing that pulled up, which means that they were paying for Google AdWords and they were very, very SEO, search engine optimized, was Stitch Fix. Now I got a bone to pick with Stitch Fix. I got a bone to pick with a lot of entities, But Stitch Fix, guys, you got me, first of all. And you got this marvelous thing between your ears. Your eyes, your set of eyes, and your brain. Use them. And your, yeah, that's it. (laughs) Your ears, too, to listen to these uh, instructions. You Google... Here's what they did. They optimized their website to basically make it an ad, right? An ad to pitch you on their product so that if you're looking for poor, hopeless, help, rather helpless person, let's say it's just a man who's like, you know what? I'm tired of wearing graphic tees and, and jeans to work with a 18-inch uh, inseam leg opening and just a random pair of Chuck Taylors or Nikes or Adidas or New Balance or uh, Sperry's or polo shoes or, you know, something like that, Vans. They're like, I'm going to really learn something. I'm listening to Spec, and I'm learning. And they go and they say, what is a capsule wardrobe? The first thing that they get hit with is Stitch Fix. In other words... Hey, let us dress you. And it's also overpriced. They're like, learning about capsule wardrobes, are we? Oh, we'll pick your capsule wardrobe. Forget all that. From someone who obsesses about mostly graphic design, but as a result, fashion design and fashion, um, fashion in general, you know, for everyone. Doesn't matter what you identify as; hence, the name of the program. They can't. They can't make the decisions. They they can for a fee. But they can't speak the same way that you can. And if there's anything that we want you to take away, it's that it's it's fun and it's creative and it's not daunting. And at the end of the day, for the most part, it's fun and creative. And if you need someone to assist with the messaging part at least, take, take what we save with the profile, the silhouette, the the ideas of like creating a capsule, but then use LambDog as a resource for where you're going to get... If you're wearing a graphic t-shirt... What kind of messaging you're putting on there. Because it's going to say a a heck of a lot more than... I like the Dragon Ball Z television program by Akira Toriyama. That was uh, animated in the the late 1980s and aired when I was a child. I still hold a fealty to Dragon Ball Z. And I'm going to wear it with my Cherokee brand jeans that I got from the Walmart Target section. So we can... Forget Stitch Fix, okay? Plus, that's that's tricky, man. You want to research what a capsule wardrobe is, and they're, like, looking for something, and you're like, uh, yeah, I just wanted to, well, you know, that's a lot of uh, research. You don't want to read all that. Just, you know, give us, uh, well, we got multiple packages, blah, 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 and we'll deliver it right to your door. That's right. Um, you, like, we're going to cuck you, like, literally, that's what it is. We're going to cuck you out of your fashion decisions. Like, if they don't, you know, put a bib on you and feed you as well, then just say no to Stitch Fix. Say no to Stitch Fix. Say no to Stitch Fix. Say no to Spencer's. Um, uh, we're the Steve Jobs dispensers. Stupid, easy shipping. Those are our three mantras. Which are horrible. <laughs> no cap in my capsule. It's awful. Um, alright. So, there was that. And so you don't need that. And then also, when I was searching for high street fashion, there was a an article, and um, I am not the type to spend type uh, time on the website Reddit, Dot com, um, because I don't find it fulfilling. It also doesn't move me any cl- any closer to my goals. Um, I find it count- counterproductive, and the anonymity is, um, I think, not helpful. So for those reasons and others, I do not engage with Reddit. I try actually actively don't. I know that sounds odd, but I'm pretty sure I'm not alone in this line of thinking. If I am, hey, you know what? That makes me one of one. That's my brand. Just like Steve Jobs had his brand. Well, mine is anti-Reddit. And no no one shares that because everyone's like, well, I mean, for tech tips, blah, blah, blah. Um, and without going into a full reddit tirade sometimes even when I look for tech tips they're like (laughs) they're like well when I plugged in this HDMI cord the mouse was just zippity zip zippity and uh, real punchy and uh, I'm just like oh my god (laughs) I want to purge from I want to purge what I've just seen So, yeah, but if you like Reddit, hey, and I know there are people that I know, like and respect that like Reddit and some are men, some are women. Some people read like stories of like intense stuff, like where people are like, yeah, I just had this falling out with my wife. But again, to me, the anonymity kills that, uh, the appeal of that, because I'm like, well, who are you? Why should I you know, it's like you tell me a bedtime story too? (laughs) No, let's get mean. It's like what, you gonna like, oh well that once there was three bears and they lived in under a bridge and a woman named Gwendola came and had the reddest hair in all the land. It's like oh man, I'm gonna fall right asleep to my bedtime story. It's probably true, but I don't give, you know, that doesn't tell me what a capsule collection is for so that I can take that to others and share Reddit. Give some value for once in your tiresome existence, Um. but they uh, got more daily visitors than lamb dog, That's for sure. Heyo. So, but anyway, the headline that I saw was, uh, "Why is everything that is high street fashion always so low quality?" Hmm. Interesting take. Interesting take. uh, Cuts um, against everything that we have spoken about and speak about. It's like take. What you like and what you know and own it. And um, I doubt that everything that's High Street, unless she was talking about like the High Street or they, I don't know because it's anonymous. They were like the High Street in like um, Waukega, Connecticut. They're like, geez Louise, everything, you know, they're like at a Savon's or like a, you know, Marty's uh, Discount. A clothing store. They're like, gee whiz, bud, everything high street. Anyway, <laughs> and people are like, yeah, karma. Or however it works. Don't don't uh, don't really know. You ready? Here's that whipped cream that you ordered. The big story. Uh, this is Jose Criales on sueta and this was also written yesterday because we keep it very very current. The big story of the spring 2024 men's collections. The spectacle of it all. From closed down bridges to moving floors. So we're talking about the actual fashion shows. The fashion show as pageantry and display of power, wealth, and access continues to reach new heights. Alright. The look of the season was the boyish suit. As in, tailored jackets paired with tiny shorts. Just like we said two weeks ago. Very short shorts. Yes. See, they jocked my style. They jocked my short shorts. I told you, man, we're reclaiming the silhouette. We're reclaiming the short shorts. So forget Barbie, forget pink. But, uh, if you live in a hot climate like I do, that's going to be a no-go on the Blazers, but we're reclaiming the short shorts. And I'm going to Rally, the men behind me, and I'm going to do so anonymously on Reddit because I have a troll account. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. So, in uh, parentheses, very short shorts. Yes. The garçons have beautiful legs. Uh, Hermes, designer Ver- Veronique Nashinyan, said backstage. This is interesting. Classic schoolboy uniforms took over runway, uh, etc. What are all these short shorts about? Big picture. Fashion is grappling with the state of masculinity. How do you dress up the modern man? This is super key right here. In a world where the, archetype, the archetypal man has, well, gone out of fashion. Write that on my headstone, man. Write that on my headstone. So key. I know we're over, but so key. Menswear begins and ends with tailoring. My my man! Preach this! I'll preach this. I'll take this to the ends of the world, one way or another. Reading. And as my colleague Luke Leich pointed out in this season's recap designers are now asking us to go back to the start the little boy suit is playful and non-threatening it presents a man whose masculine masculinity is untethered to historical precedent. now quick pause here that doesn't mean that if you don't want to dress in a way that you consider masculine that you don't because it's about your creative expression but we do want to analyze the trends and what's going on because like he said if these are um these massive displays of power and wealth, which also you don't have to do that either. Then there's a lot of sway and influence. And that's part of the fashion world too. You know, it's like if you're into a, if you're a car guy, you know, you're like, well, my favorite car is the um, Ford GT 2017 edition. It's like, can you afford that? Do you have one? Probably not. So you, analyze it you know about it you know about spacex and and elon musk are you manning those missions no but you still want to know about the culture and the resources that are focused are going this direction okay we're just going to tip 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 these last little bits okay that okay this is super key this is super key Part of our brand. Right here. A certain lightness infused the season and it wasn't just a response to the scorching heat. Um, a few designers offered sheer tailoring while Saint Laurent's Anthony Bacharello and Dries Van Noten chose featherweight fabrics. That's interesting. We'll hit that soon. That sense of delicacy extended to the season's key silhouettes which leaned flamboyant. Fella's Put the jeans away and the graphic tees. The, the silhouettes lean flamboyant. I'm not the one saying that. I'm not the one saying that. The vests and tank tops that dominated the runways last year and that have now taken over the streets have been replaced by halter tops and singlets exposing the almost always thin bodies that wore them. Well, oh, he says, but that's a story for a different report. <laughs> interesting. It remains interesting Uh, as he says that menswear often proposes liberation by way of borrowing from queerness singlets, halter tops and airy frilly fabrics are not trends for queer folk and gay men they're the femme items of clothing that the community first adopted to break free from norms and now they're liberating every other man put it on my freaking tombstone man we're out of time That's super key. We're going to slam super hard on that going forward. I got to go. I'll talk to you soon. Peace. One love.